How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Good morning and a very warm welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real with Caroline and Sophie. Today we have the great pleasure of being guested by the wonderful Petronella Ravenshire, author of The Human Being Diet with expertise of resetting one's metabolisms. Now I had the good fortune of meeting Petronella in 2016 after a long period of complete overindulgence. I was one of the lucky ones who has had um, a body that pretty much hasn't changed very much since I was 16, 17, 18, even after three pregnancies and three children, for some reason, I always managed to shed my baby weight. After first baby, it took three months. Second baby, it took six months. And third baby, it took nine months. But my body beyond that was pretty much the same up until 2016, when I found all of a sudden, and very regularly, I would look as if I was six months pregnant, simply because my gut was, I felt as if I was not really digesting my food properly. And I did a little bit of research, which led me to finding wonderful Petronella. And at that time, I did um, something called metabolic balance, which today is called the human being diet and it's such a pleasure to have you here Petronella. Thank you my darling I'm honoured to be here thank you for asking me. Just to clarify actually the metabolic balance diet is still uh, it still exists people are still uh, practicing it in London but the the fantastic man who came up with the program um, called Wolf Funfak died a couple of years ago and the people who took over wanted to um, to update it but I thought they just made it too complicated. So I thought, well, I've been working with this program for 15 years, so I'll develop my own my own program. And that's really um, how the human being diet was born. But it's following all the same principles. 
Um, because actually I used to dread it when people came to me for weight loss because it was very hit and miss. Some, sometimes people lost weight and sometimes they didn't. And I didn't really understand why until Wolf and Fat came along and exp explained about the, the, uh, the problems with high insulin levels. So we were taught when we were training in nutrition, and I think probably people are still being taught, to eat little and often, to eat three meals a day and two snacks. But Wolf, in fact, said, my darlings, that's nonsense. If you eat like that, you always have high insulin levels. And insulin is a fat storage hormone. So if you've got high insulin levels, you're never, ever going to be able to burn the fat. And now, when people come for weight loss, I look forward to it because I know that this program is going to work and they're going to feel much better and very happy. Which is amazing. And I've got to say that when I came in 2016, it was really quite remarkable. The first thing that happened was I had a conversation with Petronella where I explained to her that I, I felt as if I wasn't able to uh, break down the foods that I was eating. I didn't feel as if I was actually able to digest them. Um, the first thing that happens is you have your bloods taken. And as far as I understand, the reason for this is to find out what you can and cannot digest. Is that right? Yes, that is right. It also looks at um, thyroid function because uh, low thyroid function is very common in women, as, you know, especially um, after pregnancies. There seems to be a direct link between the thyroid gland and the female hormones. And we also look at uh, the pancreas, so amylase, which digests sugars and starches, and lipase, which digests fats, and also inflammation. Um, and as well as a general blood test, of course, looking at the red and white cells. And the white cells are very often associated either with weird worms and other parasites, but also with allergies. Um, and one of the most common allergies is dairy. Dairy and, and gluten, you know, which is the protein found in wheat, rye and barley. So usually I get people off those two proteins anyway. And the blood test just gives us a kind of oversight into what's going on under the surface, you know, into the metabolism. Um, and that l largely dictates the foods, along with, you know, somebody's symptoms, of course, um, dictates the foods that are going to be on their list, the foods that are likely to be good for them and the potentially problematic foods. Um, what's very interesting about the human being diet is I, for example, am one, um, one of these people who find I can't do diets. I mean, completely impossible. Literally, I can't even do a juice diet for three days. I feel lethargic. I feel low energy. I feel hungry all the time and it just doesn't sit well with me. And what's amazing about the human being diet is actually you are having three proper meals a day. And the whole secret behind it is the weight of your proteins and the weight of your vegetables is the same. It's the same, exactly, pretty much even. So to give you an example, you'd have 120 grams of fish or chicken with 120 grams of vegetables. And, you know, you've probably noticed that the women in France are very funny about vegetables and they know that vegetables are carbohydrates and carbohydrates break down to sugar which is easily stored as fat. So here in the UK, we used to think the vegetables were free because they're low calorie, right? But they're carbohydrates, so we have to be careful even with vegetables, even though they are very good for us, of course. So um, a breakfast could very easily, in, in my human being diet, look like um, 120 grams of yogurt with 100 grams of fresh mango. Could be a breakfast one morning. Another morning, it could be 70 grams of grilled halloumi with 100 grams of 
vegetables. Yeah. Another day, it could be two eggs prepared in any way you want without oil, because for the first two weeks to 16 days of this program, you're in the very strict phase, which means absolutely no sugar, no fat, and no alcohol. That's absolutely right. And no added oil. And no added oil, exactly. Yeah. So, for example, two boiled eggs with 100 grams of a selection of vegetables. That, to me, is absolutely doable. And I also allow myself to have a cappuccino every morning, double shot cappuccino with skim milk, because I'm having either yogurt or a grilled halloumi or something else that's dairy. Um, lunch for me is uh, fish or pulses. So I would have 130 grams of grilled salmon or uh, smoked salmon or smoked haddock with 130 grams of vegetables. And then in the evening, if I had fish for lunch, then I cannot have fish in the evening, exactly. but I could have meat in the evening or I could have pulses in the evening. But for each meal, it's 130 grams of protein with 130 grams of vegetable. We have to leave five hours between each three meal. And in those five hours, we can only drink water, which again may seem difficult, but I've got to say, uh, to me, it feels great. And it also actually feels great to feel hungry. I've gone for so many years without really feeling anything in between uh, my main meals. And that was simply because I found myself snacking all day long. I actually found myself consuming one thing or another. If it wasn't a cup of coffee, it was... Um, a protein ball. If it wasn't a protein ball, it was a smoothie. If it wasn't a smoothie, it was some other kind of snack. I snacked constantly simply because I was very much of the belief that that is what kept my blood sugar stable. And and for all that time, I found myself looking as if on a very regular basis, I was pregnant with three children. Yeah, it's exhausting, actually, ultimately, to keep eating because, um, you know, a lot of us are, are kind of trapped in that. Uh, it's, it's like a, a nasty little prison where the blood sugar feels a bit low. So we reach for something to eat, typically some kind of carbohydrate, and the blood sugar goes up, sure enough. But sometimes it goes up too quickly, too fast, which means we produce a lot of insulin, which takes too much sugar out of the bloodstream. And not only that, but when we eat carbohydrates, we're actually using up our supplies of B vitamins, um, minerals like zinc and magnesium. And the B vitamins, zinc and magnesium, which are used up when we uh, metabolize carbs and sugars, are actually the very things we need to produce energy in our bodies. So it's leaving us in negative energy uh, balance. And interesting what Caroline was saying about one type of protein per meal, because actually, when we combine two or more different types of protein, so say combining um, halloumi with eggs, we not only absorb less protein um, than we would if we stuck to one type of protein, but it's also much harder for the body to break down and digest. And a bit like, you know, thinking about our caveman days, um, we didn't have surf and turf. Um, you know, we, we were either living by the rivers and at fish or we weren't living by the rivers. You know, we were living in the woods or ro roaming across the savannah and eating what we could, you know, run after and kill. So we never had a bit of this and a bit of that. And it really, really helps digestion to stick to one type of protein. Even if you're not doing the human being diet, it's, 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 it's good advice to follow. And Caroline also was talking about the five hours between meals, uh, just drinking water and that's it's a hard habit to get into um, but it's just a question of making a new habit 
actually, because we use energy when we digest our food and we don't use any, any energy when we're drinking water, water leaves us more energised. And we've just had the wonderful... Um, gorgeous appearance of Sophie, who has Good just walked morning. in through the door, Slightly which is stressed. wonderful. <laughs> London Hi, traffic everybody. these days you know is it's not crazy. Even the traffic, not even it's, the traffic. It is parking. Every single bay in London is suspended, particularly around here. But I've just spent twenty minutes trying to find a space. Walk down your street. And there's one free. I was oh, like, thank you, so Lord. Anyway, it's so lovely to be here. Welcome. I won't um, ask you to recap because I'm sure you've discussed so well, many we're discussing, interesting things. Um, but Petronella's speciality, which Amazing. is the human being diet. First of all, right. a book that Petronella uh, finished writing yeah, in November okay. of last year. Yeah. And it is, in my opinion, the most extraordinary way of actually getting to your best possible health yeah. whilst maintaining your best possible weight. Because okay. it basically, in the time that you do the human being diet and the very strict phase of it, um, it really does give the rest of your body a little bit of a break. It's very gentle in mm -hmm. these, you have three meals a day. Yeah. And these three meals a day are dependent on your blood test results. Right. So it's um, similar to the microbiotic, is it? Or um, Similar to the microbiotic? Not really. No. I mean, the thing about the human being diet is you don't have to have a blood test to follow it. You can follow the principles and yeah. that will be enough. If you've got problems with dairy, for instance, which Caroline certainly doesn't, she's one of the lucky ones who can drink her cappuccino and, and keep smiling, um, you know, are things like eczema, um, bloating, you know, other digestive symptoms. Um, so you, you'd want to cut out dairy. Mm -hmm. If you have black bags under your eyes, weirdly mm -hmm. enough, you'll probably find that after about three months without gluten, they disappear. Really? Interesting. Gluten, yeah, gluten is, is a very, real problem. That is very interesting. And yeah. when you start your program, yeah. does it? How, what are the other benefits? Does it help improve sleep, energy, sort of your general well-being, yeah. as well as your appearance? As well as your appearance. Yeah. I mean, the guy who originated the program, which mm -hmm. was Metabolic Balance, said that weight loss occurs really as a side effect of bringing everything back into balance. Right. Yeah, so it's a hormone balancing program. Okay. Um, and one of the hormones involved is insulin, which we talked yes. about uh, a few minutes ago. Yeah. Because insulin is a fat storage hormone, number one. But number two, to, you know, to feel really well and healthy and happy, all the hormones have to be in sync with each yeah. other. They're like this beautiful orchestra. And if you're producing too much insulin, you've got insulin spikes at odd times of the day. The rest of the hormonal cascade doesn't work as it mm -hmm. should. So people get PMT and spots and all sorts mm. of other problems. Really? So, so that's all linked, all linked to your Absolutely. hormones. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I've got to get my hands on a copy of your book. <laughs> so um, just talk me through the general principles then. Caroline, have you been following this? Well, so I did the first... I, um, I was just saying that in 2016... I found all of a sudden that for prolonged periods of time, I kept being quite bloated and nothing I did took my bloating away. So I sought to find a nutritionist, someone who could 
help me figure out what was going on in my gut, which is what led me to finding Petronella then. And Petronella said, you know what, I think I should put you on this metabolic rate, which was what it was called back in those days, and it does still exist. And it's similar to The Human Being Diet, which is the book that Petronella uh, wrote and the... Yeah, exactly. So The Human Being Diet is based on, on metabolic balance, but it's a bit more flexible. And when I, you know, when people come to see me, it's a bit more personalised. But as I said, you don't have to have the blood test. Mm -hmm. You don't have to see a practitioner to follow the advice. And one of the reasons that that Caroline was uh, became less bloated and just felt generally better was sticking to one type of protein per meal because that's much easier to digest. Um, so one type of protein, one type of fruit. Yeah, and 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 I found back at the back in 2016, I'd all of a sudden gained a few kilos and I didn't understand where they had come from because I literally, from the age of 16, 18, had always maintained the same weight no matter what I did, no matter what I ate. You know me, I'm a bit of a, an indulger and I do like food and I like quite a lot of food and I'm a little bit excessive in everything I do and for some reason my body was always able to cope up until 2016 all of a sudden I found myself with a little bit of extra weight and a hell of a lot of bloating and I did at the time the metabolic rate and it was extraordinary I kept uh I I did the very strict phase for about three weeks yeah and then for the next few months I would say that I stuck to having three meals per day uh, with five hours between each meal and only water in those five hours. Although I reintroduced um, oil mm -hmm. in each meal and I reintroduced uh, a glass of red wine every evening. And then the wonderful thing about this diet and something that Petronella really um, is a massive believer in is that you must have a cheat day per week mm. where you literally have whatever you want and you have a huge rise in the calories that you intake as far as I understand so that your body doesn't forget how to uh, how to digest this. Can I just ask a yeah. quick question? So are you weighing out all your food yeah, you need to get so you do scale. need to get some digital scales yeah, and you so definitely. you weigh out you, your protein your carbohydrates your you vegetables for at least everything. two weeks okay and then the idea is you start training up your eyeballs so you kind of right. you, you estimate you feel, what something like, yeah. yeah and then you weigh it and then mm -hmm. eventually of course you stop weighing things you don't need to weigh things forever okay and that's for two weeks that you're weighing things out you're following the human being diet exactly strict phase strict, strict phase, phase. Yeah. and and then once you've got through that yeah then you can just live by those rules live but be a little rules. bit more exactly. relaxed and yeah. a lot of us know that you know if we're living with a guy we start eating guy portions and that's no good yeah. at all so it's really you know just kind of reacquainting ourselves with how much food we need which is actually much less than we think that we need yeah, yeah. I think the main thing is when you're sort of rushing around it's it's grazing for me it's, grazing, it's, it's the yeah. grazing it's always having something around to nibble on and you know I think well the the, the way I lost my baby weight actually yeah. 
was uh, by stopping eating my son's food when he didn't want yeah, to finish well it yeah. because I was so hungry all the time yeah. with it when I had both of them yeah and my little one was breastfeeding and my eldest one was having delicious fish fingers and all those things that you want to have when and you're an adult half of it. But yeah. don't deny yourself <laughs> yeah. and then you end up having two meals because at that point I'd finish off my son's meal and exactly. then cook for my husband at the yeah. time yeah and then eat with him an hour later well you look so, great now whatever well, you're now up I to don't clearly have that suits problem. you no you don't have that <laughs> <laughs> problem exactly but, but it's um so it's it's two weeks the attack phase two weeks exactly yeah. okay. so in fact 16 days to be precise okay and caroline just mentioned the uh the no she oil no, oh, no, the, oil. Yeah. no oil yeah <laughs> no oil is important because it's what, what the no oil is doing taking the oil oil out is it's giving your liver a holiday and the liver is our biggest fat burning organ so you've taken out the alcohol you've taken out the oil and the liver says, what am I going to do? I'll just get on with some fat burning. And that's what happens. Ah, okay. Yeah. And is there something you can take to enhance the sort of production of your liver? Is there sort of a supplement or a fruit yeah, that speeds absolutely. up the so, sort of repair so, of it? Yeah, good question. So things like rocket, anything bitter okay. is really good for your liver because it stimulates the gallbladder and that sort of really uh, speeds up detoxification. Um, but if you've been overdoing it for a long time and you think that your liver really needs a bit more TLC than that, milk thistle is okay. one of the very best supplements for the liver. And you can take about 70, uh, 70 milligrams uh, once or twice a day and your liver will fawn with gratitude. Okay. It's the very best thing. And is there other things that you should cut out? Obviously, I might have missed this, sorry if you're repeating it, but oil, oil um, red cutting meat. down on yeah. your protein intake per meal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, do you um, expand on your carbohydrates or do you stick to the same but just cut down on the protein? Yeah, so it's really keeping the protein and the carbohydrate um, in the same ratios. So okay. So say you have 100 grams of chicken and 100 grams of vegetables. Mm -hmm. Red meat, if you think that uh, liver is a bit of a, an issue, is not so good. Okay. Uh, but eggs, you know, despite the fact that they do contain cholesterol, are actually very good. Oh, that's because interesting. Because they also contain something called choline, which helps mm -hmm. the liver break down fats, okay. which is wonderful stuff. Amazing. Yeah. I find it so confusing because, you know, one day we're told that... Um, by the medical medium, for example, that eggs are one of the most acidic foods that you can possibly eat. I get extremely confused because a lot of people actually eat 365 eggs per year. Eggs have been a, a people food probably as long as we've existed, long, as long as chickens have existed. Right. I mean, I um, think and I do get really days, confused, yeah. Petronella. What's your whole view on eggs and how many eggs should we be having a week? And when does an egg become acidic? Well, we're all different. And, you know, pe people say, well, different, you know, different strokes for different folks. One man's meat is another man's poison. And possibly it comes down to the kinds of microbes that we have in our, in our gut. But as Caroline was saying, you know, we've eaten eggs for probably, you know, since we first stood on our, you know, on our legs and walked. And starting with wild bird's eggs, you know, which were a treat and we didn't bother to cook them. You know, we just ate them raw. Yeah. And eggs actually provide us with perfect protein. And I think it's sad that there's so much you know sort of fear um egg around eggs exactly yeah. yeah and just on the oil are I, you, are, could you have to cut out butter and anything for the strict phase darling for the for strict, the strict phase, phase you okay. cannot have any fats no and for the strict phase you have one or two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar with each meal because that's really good for your uh, digestion oh interesting okay. and then once you finish the 16 days of the strict yeah. phase you keep to the three meals a day with five hours between each meal yeah. where you only have water but you really 
reintroduce a tablespoonful of fat per meal okay. um, of oil, olive oil. Yeah. Olive oil is the best. Yeah. Olive oil is the best. What's your opinion on coconut oil out of interest? Coconuts, it's, it's all right. It actually, I mean, any kind of fat makes the gut slightly leaky, but coconut oil seems to have more of an effect, you know, which is why when some people drink bulletproof coffee, it makes them feel really, really queasy. It's because of the coconut oil. Oh. Yeah, but olive oil, you know, been using for, for millennia, and it's full of antioxidants, unlike coconut oil. Um, and it actually helps the body to burn fat. And it's beloved by our microbes, you know, the friendly bacteria who live in our gut. They just love olive oil. And, and olives. So I then have another question. And olives. I have another question because a lot of... I went to the Viva Maya in uh, February. And uh, Viva Maya was saying, you know what? Olive oil is actually not very good for you because the whole purpose of having oils is that so you can get your omegas. Uh, as one of the main benefits. And they were saying instead of olive oil, you should have linseed oil or chia seed oil because these contain a far higher quantity of the omegas that your body really needs. That's interesting. But think about how we evolved. You know, think about our caveman days. Thinking about squeezing an olive. If you squeeze it hard enough with your hands, you'll get a little bit of oil out. But can you imagine the pressure you'd have to put on a chia seed mm. or a flaxseed to get mm. anything out of it at all? Yeah. You know, they are ground at such, you know, high, um, what's the word, high pressure that yeah. the oils practically get burnt. So I'd say let's let's go back to our caveman days. I love that because I far prefer the taste of olive oil, so I must I. say, than linseed. Yeah. And, 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 and actually, I don't feel any physical difference when I have one or the other, I've got to say. No. And then my other, the other reason why I really regard Petronella's human being diet so highly is because there is a cheat date a week. And Petronella says that this cheat day is so so important. It's really important that you have a day with a very, very high calorie count. And can you explain to us why that is? Absolutely. Great question. The, the, the point really of the treat meal is to shake things up. So, you know, your body, after, after two weeks of being really saint-like, fairly low calorie, the metabolic rate begins to drop. So you don't want that happening. So you want to take it by surprise once a week and say, what do you mean you're not starving to death? Look at all these extra calories. So that's number one. And that re-stimulates the fat burning. But actually, it's quite scary. You know, if you've been really, really good for two weeks, people, you know, people who come and see me, they say, do I have to have the treat meal? Yes, I'm afraid you do. And first of all, uh, because of the getting you out of starvation mode. Secondly, because pleasure is good for us. Yeah. And thirdly, because hormesis, which is a kind of very gentle poison, also is very good for us. So it's, it's like, why is cold water, <clears throat> sorry, cold water good for us? Why fasting is good for us? But also, why a little pleasure, a little something naughty actually just actually, perks everything up? Life is too short. Oh, to I be couldn't too agree with you more. But you just, I just yeah. picked up on something you said. Cold water is good for us. Cold, cold, cold water is very, very good for us. You know, it's all the things that we that we kind of dread that we do because we think they're good for us, like fasting, like drinking water, like cold water swimming is fantastic. Super. Mm. Oh, I thought you meant drinking ice cold water. Well, that's very good too. Are you serious? Better than water at room temp yeah. temperature? Yeah, because actually. We, we use energy to warm up the water before it's allowed to leave the stomach. So it calorie burns. Interesting. Oh my goodness, isn't that interesting? And with regards to the cheat day, Petronella, because again, you have three meals. Could I on my cheat day um, have a pizza margarita for breakfast? Could I then please have a double 
cheeseburger with truffled french fries with mayonnaise and could i then for dinner have a truffle cheese fondue you could my darling but you probably you might wouldn't be, be able sick. to get out of bed the next day exactly oh i promise you i can still get out of bed would that kind of cheat date be allowed for you, yes. For most normal human beings, no, I'm afraid not. <laughs> All yeah. that dairy. But why is it different between me and normal humans? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, uh, you're a very special human being, Caroline. No. Oh, yes. No. Um, you've got blue eyes, which means that you're more likely to be able to digest and break down dairy, whereas the brown-eyed ones among us normally have problems with it. Interesting. Oh, That's my interesting. gosh. That is one of the most interesting facts, I think... I have heard on this side of uh, the millennium, <laughs> blue-eyed, okay, blue-eyed people can digest dairy. More likely to be. More to likely. Yeah. So what's the benefit of having brown eyes or green eyes? Well, that is the question, and I'm not sure what the answer is. I mean, brown eyes, you'd think, would probably let in less light. So if you're living on the equator and you don't have to be dazzled by the sun, brown eyes might be a good idea, but I don't know if that's true or not. But the, the association between blue eyes and dairy is that they're more, blue-eyed people are more likely to uh, be able to digest the uh, lactase, lactose, which is milk sugar. That's why. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's well, I'm absolutely green. Absolutely you know. fascinating. I eat, I eat a lot of dairy. So I, and I've actually been meaning to come so, and see a nutritionist for such a long time because, you know, I think the thing is you want to feel your best. And your although best. I love having my cheat days, there are certain foods that I eat that yeah. do make me feel rubbish. And you live and learn. You know, if yeah. I eat a huge pizza, it's normally because I'm feeling like I want to really yeah. give myself a hug. But it's not and worth it. It's, and it's probably because I've had yeah. a couple of drinks the night before and I'm yeah. feeling a bit hungover and I exactly. want to stuff my face yeah. with something really carby. Yeah. But then I know the next morning I'm going to wake up and have that sort of pay for it. horrible yeah. feeling in your mouth where you just feel like you you've, haven't had water for a week. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. I think, you know, there's certain things I know as well with onions and garlic, mm -hmm. it also has an effect on people. It can make yeah. you feel very dry in the morning. Yeah. Um, and there are lots of foods that I think we learn through life to cut out. Yeah. And on the cheat days, you know, it's actually not worth it. You just have a little bit of what you fancy. Yeah. A little bit of what you fancy. A little is bit more of it as well. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a very good point, Petronella, because there are a lot of people who have cravings, but then they don't allow themselves to have these cravings. Obviously, we're not talking about the cravings of come four o'clock in the afternoon, you're feeling really tired at work. And as a result of that, you go and take your chocolate bar and your uh, coffee as a little pick-me-up. But, you know, general cravings. When you're craving something sweet, shouldn't you give yourself something sweet? When you're craving something sour, shouldn't you give yourself something sour as a nutritionist what do cravings really tell us about ourselves so i had um a friend and a colleague lucy and she was pregnant and she was really craving salt and vinegar crisps and she was thinking i don't want to eat these crisps you know they're no they're no good for me you know i i, I just i just can't get them out of my head so she tried all kinds of things and eventually what she hit upon was using electrolyte drops, which you can add to your water. You can buy them in health food shops. And she just added electrolyte drops to her water 
and her cravings went away. That's so there, so yeah, there yeah. are good cravings and there and, are alternatives and, as well. Exactly, yeah, I craved so much red meat when I was pregnant. You probably really needed it. Yeah, you listen and I to your ate body it every single day. Isn't that so yeah. funny? How we yeah. have those cravings with Alexander. All I wanted was toast with melted butter and honey. Mm. With Josephine, my cravings <laughs> were fresh oranges and whiskey. I've never drunk whiskey in my entire life, but it was so bizarre. I didn't actually really want to drink the whiskey, but I craved the smell yeah. of it. So you would see me peeling an orange, sniffing whiskey. Yeah. How random is that? And I couldn't wear my face cream. Oh, That's gosh. hilarious. What do you mean you couldn't wear your face cream? My face, the smell of my face cream, the smell of my perfume literally made me gag yeah couldn't bear the smell of of cooked onions and garlic either and all I felt like was oranges and the smell of whiskey yeah mine was red wine and steak I mean I really went on sort of the old school English shooting weekend diet (laughs) as if that's a diet so Petronella if people all our wonderful lovely listeners out there there are probably lots of them who have absolutely no uh, weight concerns at all what other benefits are there from the human being diet because I've just finished reading the book it's a phenomenal read guys and if you go to www.petronellaravenchair.com you can buy the book or... Well, Amazon, of course. Or Amazon... I'm going to get this book. ...for the human being yeah. diet. What I picked up on when I recently read the book, and again, can I just underline, it is a fascinating read, um, was the fact that, you know, every aspect of your health is in one way or another affected once you've done uh, the first 16 days... If you are someone who doesn't sleep very well, it can really help your sleeping. If you're someone who could have had a few little mood swings here and there, it can really help with that too. Absolutely. And partly that's because, you know, we're getting your blood sugar levels stable. Uh, Because most of us, or many of us, are on a kind of roller coaster of, you know, blood sugar's a bit low, reach for something sweet. You know, even a a so-called, you know, healthy protein ball is going to have too much sugar in it. Blood sugar shoots up, insulin shoots up, blood sugar crashes, left feeling a bit shaky, a Mm. bit tired. And ultimately, that really affects our mood as well. And not only our mood, but also our poor little adrenal glands, which Mm. are our stress organs, which sit on top of the kidneys. And when blood sugar levels get too low, they they are kind of galvanized into action and and they produce cortisol, which helps to raise uh, blood sugar again. And that is why... You've probably heard about the association of weight gain and stress. Because when we're stressed, Mm. we react with fight or flight, Mm. you know, which is completely outmoded. And actually, that's a lot of the um, problem with the skinny fat thing. Exactly. You know, when you're you're skinny, but you're fat and that Fashion I think you know it's it's yeah. bizarre but I think that is all spiked by insulin isn't it insulin, so it's yeah. eating big quantities yeah. when you're really really hungry and then yeah. nothing because you're running around exactly and then eating yeah. high fat because you're really really hungry and yeah. you know we're all guilty of a bit of that every exactly. now and again and it's exhausting it is exhausting yeah. and it doesn't sustain you but trying to get sometimes in front of a place where you can sit down and eat something healthy can yeah. be quite challenging You know, I mean, I spend a lot of the time in my car seeing clients and running from meeting to meeting. And then I'm always looking at my watch thinking I've got to be at school at four. So So I quite often don't have the time to go home and prepare a nice salad for my lunch. So we're, you know, 
we're good at looking after everybody else mm. and we usually put ourselves at the bottom of the pile. Mm-hmm. But if you had a girlfriend and she said, you know, I'm really sick, I'm, I'm tired of feeling shit the whole time, I've got no energy, would you say to her, well, you know, just, you know, go out, you know, uh, do what you normally do and I'm sure you'll find something to eat en route somewhere. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. You'd say, well, okay, let's, let's kind of get you really prepared. We'll get something together for lunch, a nice yeah. piece of fish or some so chicken. So prepare... F- Prepare, prepare, yeah. Exactly. And the prepare. night before. The night yeah. before is There's perfect. never any time in the morning. Exactly. As if you're <laughs> yeah. preparing for somebody you really care about. Yeah. You know. So meal prep is actually quite a good idea. And, and essential, key. probably, essential. if you're doing the first An two weeks. Yeah. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. So could you give us an example of um, a few uh, lunches that you would prepare at home the evening before that you could bring with you to work? Yeah, so when you're cooking dinner, think about cooking a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. So you've got something to put in your little box for lunch the next day. If you're not cooking dinner, so you're, you're out, you know, the night before, just boil a couple of eggs before you go to bed mm. and put those in a box with a little bit of salad and an apple because an apple a day is oh, okay. also compulsory. Really? Yes, because we know that oh, an apple a day keeps like- the doctor away. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, so it's it's really as as you as you were saying, be prepared, and you might you know also take with you a little bag of walnuts or something for emergencies, mm-hmm. um, and an apple. You know, if all else fails, that makes a pretty good meal. Just yeah. chew the walnuts really well, and then they keep you going. Okay, so better. actually being prepared is is really key exactly. in looking out. Yeah, and actually it makes perfect sense because quite often you'll stop somewhere, fill up with petrol, and grab whatever's in the grab a Kit Kat, right? Yeah. Exactly, or a packet of crisps. Petronella, what do you think about, we're we're, we're living at a time now where I think there are more people than ever who are completely vegan. Um, When I look upon someone like uh, Deliciously Ella, and I commend her for the extraordinary uh, entrepreneurial business that she has set up, but she was essentially one of the first people who really went Mm. uh, vegan in a big way do you 
believe that being vegan is the best for your health? I think, yeah, it's a very controversial area. And I think maybe it started with uh, James Dugan, is that how you pronounce his name, talking about clean eating. And the thing about veganism and, well, eating, you know, and animals is that we, and all of us, have this horror of the idea of an abattoir, and, and rightly so. Um, one good thing about organic food is that, you know, there's better animal welfare. And a vegan diet's fine, but it's not sustainable forever. We are, as human beings, omnivores. And if, you know, if we'd stuck to our vegan diet, we probably wouldn't have grown our amazing brains, mm. you know, which, which relied on fish oils and things uh, to grow. You know, so I think that it's... A little bit of animal protein. A little bit yeah. of animal protein is actually important. And there was that guy, I can't remember his name, um, who was a, you know, really vociferous vegan who got into terrible trouble because he said, actually, I'm feeling really ill now and I need to eat fish or something like that, mm. whatever it was. And a lot of people really turned against him and he had a really difficult time. But I think we all need to be a bit more tolerant, you know. Yeah. And, going and vegan, as you say, yeah. the organic treatment of animals is so much better so i think we better. we need to cut out this factory farming situation we've got and the, and the yeah. meat that you see on the shelves in the lower price supermarkets which is just mass produced and looks it's absolutely like appalling but i think at the end of the day buy. you know what the whole world needs in general is less but higher quality mm. so you know buy less clothes but buy higher quality clothes. Buy less food, but buy the highest quality food. But foods, it's hard I think, for those general. women like and, French, and well, yeah. those families who are not yeah. earning very much money to, you know, go organic. And I think, you know, I've spoken to hard. these people yeah. and they've said, we don't want to spend nine yeah. pounds on a chicken when we've yeah. got our budget for the week yeah. and we want to give the children raised chicken, but we have to spend two pounds. Exactly. You know, and it's really hard to... So it's a question so to, of really, yeah. It's, it's just a really difficult one it because you really, can understand people's viewpoint. You want to give your children a varied diet and different flavours exactly. and experience no, a nice exactly. sort of culinary, yeah. you know, interesting yeah. week. But to actually afford the organic, and I think, you know, as you said, if you buy one organic chicken a week yeah. for £9, you have your treat on a Wednesday, maybe you're vegan on a Thursday. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's exactly. just, no, you do have to reasonable. wear it all up. And exactly. it's, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's really hard. So when I was at the Viva Maya in February, they said that the, the perfect week is actually a week where you are vegetarian for four days. Yeah. Then you have one day where you can have fish for your meals. Then you have one day when you can have fish, chicken or meat for your three meals. And then you have one day a week where you can do whatever you want. I think that's fantastic advice. That's really, really good. And was it, um, it wasn't Tim Spector, it was the author of another book. Um, his name will come to me in a minute. He said, uh, don't eat much, eat mainly vegetables. Mm. And we can actually get our kids excited about different colors and making yeah. vegetables into different shapes and things like that. Um, but coming back to the chicken question, do you know mm. Jago's um, in Chelsea Green? Yeah, 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 the butcher. Yeah, well, I bought an organic chicken from them the other day, and I tell you, it was the best chicken I've had for a very long time. Mm. It was like, you know... How much did it cost? £18. I mean, I I wouldn't want to spend that much on a chicken, honestly. No, it's just crazy. I, I mean, yeah. as much as, you know, it's a treat, though. It's a real it's treat. It's a real treat, yeah. and yeah. you save for every mouthful, but, you know... Darling, it's... then you can go down to Dalesford, for example, and you can buy a whole organic 
chicken there, I think, for about £12. Yeah, yep, that's, that's absolutely true. Exactly. And, you know, one, one of the things that, we've, we're, that we're guilty of really now is roasting a chicken, eating the flesh and throwing the bones away. What oh, yeah. we need to do is put those bones into the to stock, stock. Yes. Exactly. I was just going to say, because yeah. what, what, what I find, if I have a roast chicken, we will have roast chicken... Uh, on the first evening, mm. then I will pluck off the remainder of the chicken. And there is always chicken left to be plucked off. Mm. And I use my father's wonderful recipe, which is basically half chicken and half celery and celeriac. So the chicken you chop into little chunks and then as much celery and celeriac, also chopped into little chunks, mix it all together fresh lemon, mm -hmm. little bit of curry powder. Mm. Some people can use yogurt. Other people can use a mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. And then to have this on toasted rye bread Yum. with cucumber slices like is delicious. absolutely delicious. Or with sticks of celery if mm. you want to stay away from Sounds any. Sounds really good. Absolutely and delicious. And really... then I make, with the bones, an incredible chicken stock, which I then use for a beautiful, beautiful vegetable soup. Yeah, and so I was... it's actually three meals that you make out of the one chicken. Exactly, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Each I was going to say you can stretch yeah. and actually you can use that chicken stock in pretty much anything. So the, anything. if you have your roast chicken, you exactly. can do a chicken noodle soup the next yeah. day. Yeah. Then you can use the stock in your spaghetti bolognese the next day, whether that's vegan or beef. Really good for you. And really then for the, the final well. day, you yeah. can you can do coronation chicken coronation or something, chicken, exactly. you know, interesting and, and pair it with the vegetables so you bulk it out. Bulk it out, exactly. Yeah. Was that recipe in your book, Caroline? Eat yourself happy. <laughs> Cook yourself happy the Danish way. You bet that recipe is in that book. Can that book? Oh, yeah, I'm, really so yeah. I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. Oh, my gosh, I've just lost my thread. <laughs> what I was going to ask you is, there, are there any specific vegetables that are particularly good for you? Are there, is it, oh, should we be going towards the really green ones? Should we go for the, the really ones that are bitter? Ones, exactly. The bitter ones are great for our liver and gallbladder. Mm -hmm. Um, brassica veg, so that is cabbage, Brussels sprouts, rocket, which I must admit, rather I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't realise was a brassica vegetable. Okay, I so didn't know rocket, that either. Yeah. Cauliflower, which as we know is not green. But and what about, really good um, oh gosh, I green can't think beans. now. <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll come back to me. Yeah. But oh, I was going to say, because we all think, you know, have Ridiculous. a salad, iceberg, Ridiculous. lettuce, yep. you know, yep. that's so great. But iceberg lettuce apparently is just like eating water. Yeah, but that's so. what we've always, always been told. Yeah. And then recently I found out that actually it's very high in silica, which ah. is very good for our skin and hair Amazing. and all sorts of things. Oh, that's great to so know because I love a crunchy iceberg. Yeah. Good. <laughs> But I just remembered what I was going to say, which was um, someone really interesting a while back said to me that today the mentality should be have your vegetables with a side of steak mm. or a side of fish. or a, So your, your, your protein should in fact be the side portion in terms of the size of it, exactly. where your vegetables should take up much more space. Much um, more space. Quick question on potatoes. Yeah. Are they good or bad? Are they a good carbohydrate or a bad carbohydrate? Well, there's lot. I mean, lots of scary stories about potatoes and some sort of toxic substance they, they contain called solanine, mm. uh, S-O-L-A-N-I-N-E. But then we look at the Irish and you think about all the great brains that have come out of Ireland, all the, you know, creative minds, you know, brilliant writers and everything else. Um, you know, they may leave Ireland as soon as they can walk, but actually I think potatoes are not so bad. Really? Yeah. So we can eat potatoes? And, and regardless of whether they're white, uh, sweet or purple? Yeah, so sweet potatoes are actually not the, the, the true potato families. They're definitely better for us. Mm. 
Um, but they don't mash as well. They don't mash as well. <laughs> they don't taste quite as good. They don't taste. They're not no. quite as good baked with a bit of butter on no, the top. Or even made into <laughs> fries. They're just not yeah. the same. But they yeah. are much better. But for us. sweet potato is is better, isn't much, it? Much yeah. better. Um, just use more sea salt to compensate. And what about puddings? What can we have for puddings? I know my children really like a pudding. Puddings, well, chocolate is fantastic. Dark chocolate. Dark or, chocolate. Yeah. Also uh, beloved by our microbes, friendly, mm-hmm. friendly bacteria. Um, fruit, anything, obviously. Fruit, yeah. anything made of apple. And apples are incredibly versatile. You know, and even if you just grate an apple and put some cinnamon on it, it mm-hmm. tastes like a delicious pudding. Yeah. Um, and nice cream, which we're we're big fans of. What, what's that? That's yeah. when you blend three bananas in your uh, blender with a bit of ice, and it turns into like Fantastic. a banana sorbet. It, it looks like ice cream. It tastes like ice cream, but it's actually only bananas and nothing else. No, that's brilliant. Yeah, and you can add a little bit of oat milk or almond yeah. milk if you need to make it a little bit more gloopy. No, well you've but, got yeah. gorgeous skin, so clearly you know you're not. You do eat. You're very you're sweet. Not, I've got makeup yeah. on. Yeah, thank <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you can see what lies but, um, beneath the surface. No, we, we eat a lot of nice cream because the boys Delicious. always ask for pudding and it's quite hard to know what to give them. I mean, I, they love things like rice pudding and and you kind of want to yeah. bulk them up before yeah. they go to bed so they go to bed sleepy. How old are your boys? Nine and six. Yeah, no, so they can eat quite a lot. That's I mean, rice pudding, fantastic. Is it? Nice Just cream, cut down on the idea. sugar. Yeah, really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Okay, and I think, you know, for us, we, we do have a budget for yeah. shopping every week. Yeah. So we have our treat we have our nice roast chicken one week and we might have a nice roast duck the other week and we might have some sole or some fish and we do eke it out a little bit and sort of balance it out and eat loads of broccoli that's our main thing and speaking actually of sole or fish um when i was uh, buying that incredibly expensive but incredibly delicious chicken the other day there's also a fishmonger there Yes. I love the fishmonger yeah. there. Yeah. And I said, have you got any bones? And he said, what, what do you want bones for? So I said, well, I'd, I'd really like to make a stock. And he gave me this huge turbot skeleton with head wow. on it. It had no flesh on it. I, and I boiled that. Um, you know, you bring it to the boil and let it simmer, you know, for yeah. a couple of hours. And what do you add? Lots of vegetables. So you know what the French Meat, called... carrot, onion, garlic. Exactly. Mirepoix, which, you know, in the old-fashioned days, you'd have to chop by hand. Put yeah. it in the food presser. Sweat that with a little bit of olive oil until it's soft. Add the fish bones. Try and cut them up a bit. Sorry, what's that? Mirepoix, P-O-I-X. And what is that? So it's a combination of celery, uh, carrot, onion, basically. That's the base for almost anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can add some fennel or whatever else you Mm -hmm. like to make it sort of slightly more... And then what do you add your fish stock to? Because presumably that's even better than chicken stock, is it? Even better than chicken stock. And it sets, you know, once you put it in the fridge, it sets into this incredible jelly. And you can see it, it's absolutely full of collagen. Wow. Super good And so what can you add that to without it being too fishy? Weirdly enough, as long as it's fresh, it doesn't smell fishy at all. Really? Yeah, so and like chicken soup you can make it into with a bit of chicken. Right. Or more, okay. you know, add fish to make it into a fish soup yeah. used as a base for any kind of casserole or stew. Really, okay. really good for us. Amazing. Yeah. Petronella, what are your three favourite evening meals? So... I went off red meat for a long time because, you know, like most of us, I couldn't stand the idea of the the factory farming and the, you know, the cruelty to animals. But my husband went shooting, you know, because you have to cull deer um, because otherwise they they not only get out of hand, uh, you know, for the farmers, but also for themselves, you know, they start fighting and things like that. So he went down to this place near Bristol with a science rifle with somebody who knew what they were doing. 
and he shot this deer. There was a little group of about five of them. And the deer just fell over, and the other um, animals who were standing next to this deer just carried on eating grass. And I thought, we'll talk about stress-free. So yeah. venison, number one, is delicious. Okay. It's, it's wild. Sometimes they are taken to abattoirs, but very often they're shot in the field with a silenced rifle. And that's a fantastic uh, lean meat. Mm -hmm. Really, really good. So that with some vegetables. A happy, a happy animal. A happy animal. Exactly. Killed, humanely, Killed humanely, quickly and quietly in their habitat exactly. and not dragged through the trauma of having... Oof. Yeah, we yeah. don't even want to go that far. But yeah, yeah really, so venison's really a really good one. Venison's a really good one. Um, number two, as far as fish goes, and I know it's expensive, but turbot is... Right. Turbot. Yeah. Now that's a very... I, I never make turbot. It's, it's always sea so or cod. Yeah, turbot's quite fatty, okay. um, but really delicious. And how do you, what do you serve with it? How do you prepare it? So just, you know, roast it in foil in the oven. Okay. Or add it to that soup. Mm -hmm. um, it's really nice with any kind of vegetables, particularly things like pureed um, celeriac, um, mm -hmm. you know, broccoli, roast vegetables, things like okay. that. Um, roast tomatoes. Love delicious. roast tomatoes. Just roast them in yeah. their skins with a bit of basil and, and sea salt. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, one just has to have a bit of something naughty. Mm -hmm. And my husband... It's your favourite naughty. Yeah, well, my <laughs> husband has a restaurant uh, called Ricardo's on the Fulham Road. Oh, is that your husband's restaurant? Yes. I love oh, Ricardo's. That's That's amazing. Oh, my husband is Ricardo. That. Yes. No, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay, it's a fantastic restaurant on the Fulham Road. If anyone wants to have a lovely girls' it night is. with all their besties, it it's is. the perfect environment. Thank you, And mate. the best meatballs. The best meatballs, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yes, with a whole plate of steamed broccoli. And you do the steamed best broccoli, broccoli as well. A bit yeah. of chilli and garlic. Delicious. Yum. What could be better? <laughs> and they do not only gluten-free pasta. If you're feeling, the thing about pasta is that it actually it's it's made with durum wheat, which is naturally low in gluten, so it's not nearly as bad as eating pizza, for instance. Mm. But he also does gluten-free pasta made of rice or corn. But even better than that, it gives you the same kind of delicious mouthfeel. Is uh, courgette. You know, oh, so I love courgette yeah. spaghetti. Pasta yes. made of courgette. And I love oh, making it with that? the children as well. Yes. He does a courgette spaghetti. Courgette spaghetti. Right, we're going. Oh my gosh, with, <laughs> sauce with, I would say, have it with vongoli. So it's got a few clams. Or oh, the ragu, the yeah. pure spaghetti bolognese oh, meat ragu exactly. is amazing. The venison ragu is really good <gasps> as well. Oh. Delicious. You know, another thing that I absolutely love is gnocchi. What is your opinion on gnocchi? Gnocchi, you can get away with anything, my darling. If I ate gnocchi, I'd have to I take to my gnocchi. bed for a few days. <laughs> really? Why? They just sit Very in my bloating. tummy like yeah, well, yeah. potatoes. cannonballs. Potatoes yep. and, and flour. flour, though. Because yeah. I find that gnocchi, <laughs> with so a, gnocchi with a homemade pesto is like to die I, for. I can leave that one. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like it? I'm not a fan because it makes me feel so lethargic. Yeah, me too. It makes me feel like I just want to go and lie on the sofa and yeah, exactly. not move for a couple oh of days. Oh my gosh, this is so funny and it makes me feel like I should run a marathon. Really? Isn't it funny? Isn't yeah. energy just and so the effects, the funny. different effects that food has on us. Yeah. Incredible. I was just reading an article in the Daily Mail as I came here and they've just had results of a new um, research program where they took two identical twins and they fed both of these girls the same food every day. One girl was a little chubbier than the other girl. And the conclusion of this test was the fact that 
bodies really are different. And what one body can digest is not necessarily what another body can digest. That's exactly right. So for your reading list, once you've finished um, and you've got, yeah, cook yourself happy and the human being diet, another book that's really, really worth reading is Tim Spector's book and it's called The Diet Myth. And he was so intrigued by uh, by twins and, you know, identical twins and different illnesses uh, that they're susceptible to that he started looking in depth at their guts and at their microbes and found actually that was what really makes a difference. That it's the, the kind of microbes that we have inside us that dictate what kind of foods suit us. Interesting. And, yeah, and what kind of... And for your gut, is there yeah. a supplement or, or something that you should be taking on a daily basis to help improve your gut health? Is there something you can buy in Holland and Barrett or Whole Foods? There is, but probably the most important thing we can do for our gut is to eat a rainbow of different coloured fruits and vegetables and as many different vegetables, and that includes herbs, as possible. Because each kind of vegetable, each kind of fibre, feeds a different microbe. Mm-hmm. So if we're only eating carrots and peas, we're only eating a very narrow uh, mm. window of those microbes. Um, but there are some fantastic probiotic supplements available. The liquid Simprove is really good. Yes, oh, I've yeah. been we taking love that. Simprove. Yeah. Simprove. We yeah. So let me ask you a question. Um, if one was doing the human being diet, which I hope all you listeners out there will yep. be doing, book your or buy your book on Amazon as soon as possible. Do you recommend for the strict phase taking Simprove? first thing on an empty stomach every day before doing anything else. Yeah, it is a fantastic habit to get into. And try and not have the sweetened one. Try and have the unsweetened one, which doesn't you know, have any, any nasties in it. Mm. For two reasons. First of all, because having something sweet first thing in the morning is possibly likely to trigger your sweet tooth. Um, you know, monster later on in the day. And secondly, because it's got, I think it's got sucralose in it, which isn't really great for you. So try and, try and get the original flavour down. Mm-hmm. Then I have a couple of other questions. There have always been myths that drinking warm water with half a lemon mm-hmm. as the first thing you do every morning is a miracle. And this whole celery, celery juice. Yes, I was What are that. your opinions on warm water with lemon first thing and celery juice? Warm water first thing, excellent. Warm water with lemon first thing is fantastic, very alkalizing, everything else. Celery is fantastic, but it's not the only really good vegetable. You know, so let's not get too hung up about it. Um, celery seeds are very good uh, anti-inflammatories. Celery is, is unusual in that it's high, quite high in sodium compared to a lot of other vegetables. Mm-hmm. And it's very good for us, but not at the expense of everything else. So we don't need to go running out and buy a juicer. No. no. Let's and I actually quite enjoy eating my vegetables. Eating is much better. <laughs> it makes your microbes very happy I, I would too. rather eat four sticks of celery in the morning good i'm glad to juice hear them actually much better for you much yeah. much better and good for your teeth as well and less time consuming <laughs> much yeah <laughs> petronella it was so fantastic to have you here this morning thank you so much for coming to all our wonderful listeners out there go to amazon.co.uk to buy petronella ravenshire's the human being diet and Wishing you all the best of luck with transforming you, your health and your life to the 2.0 version of yourself, the best you can possibly be. I'm really grateful actually to your brilliant tips this morning and I'm going to tweak a few things and hopefully feel much better as well as buying your Thank you so much for having me, you lovely ladies. I really enjoyed myself. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.